Crowley Insurance. Hi, speak to Mike, please. Yeah, just a minute, please. This is Mike Crowley. Can I help you? Mike, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, how are you? Good. How are you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Back to what I was saying, how people, other agents have even asked me when I've talked about doing video proposals, and they're like, can I can I bend your ear on it? And, and the first question from everyone, and it's probably been about at least a half a dozen people, what's your close ratio with it? And I said, well, my close ratio really hasn't changed. And I go, I'm still closing the same ones I would have closed if I didn't do this. And they're like, well, what's the purpose? I go, because now I'm quoting more than I did. We're writing more business than we did. Is this the only thing that's panning out to that? No. There's probably three, four other things that we've done that in the last six months that has made large differences on how business is coming in. It's coming in at a faster pace. And they sit there and they're like, wow. But then they look back and say, well, do I want to spend the time doing it? And it goes back to the industry in itself. We're doing, and at an industry level, we're doing a bad job at changing with the times. There's a small percentage of people that are doing it. And out of the six that I talked to, only one of them do it. Well, that, that probably is going with how the rest of the industry is going. Watch out. That's a hot take. Easy there, Mike. That was my buddy Mike Crowley uh, of Crowley Insurance in East Syracuse, New York. And, I mean, he's, he's kind of right. Uh, well, first off, let's ask the question. What are you doing to make business come in faster? Mike is talking about, um, we on a, on a previous episode, oh, boy, this, was, this goes way back, old feed um, over at Grow, um, talking about video proposals. I can't even remember what episode it was, but... Something about video proposals. I can't remember the name of it. Honestly, I'm not even prepared. Uh, talking about that's something he does, and it hasn't really impacted his close ratio from what he can tell. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. He's not all that concerned about. What he is concerned about is the fact that the business is coming in so much faster now that he's doing it because people are seeing it and they're saying, hey, yeah, I can get behind this, and this guy really knows how to, how to, you know, how to sell me insurance the way that I like. And that's kind of what you know, Mike's talking about. That's something that he is doing to make the business come in faster. Now, Mike, the hot take, uh, you know, there's, so he's talking about the, he's talked to six agents who's, who have asked him to kind of share his experience in doing it and how he might be able to help them. He's saying of the six, maybe one is doing it. And I can tell you again, from the, you know, the number of agents that I've spoken to, uh, a lot more than six as far as just doing different things in general content ish related um i i usually chalk it up to about one percent right it's just one percent of the people are going to do it maybe that's you listening to this podcast i'm sorry if you're not the one percent it's just understanding the reality of the situation right it's not a bad thing it's not well maybe it's a little bad thing but it's not just it's the reality of the situation right I would like it to not be 1%. I think I think we would all be having a little more fun if it wasn't. But just know the odds stacked against you. Use that as motivation to say, listen, I'm going to be part of the 1%. Great. Um, and that's what it really you know, comes down to. It's easy to talk about. It. It's easy to kind of be around. It's easy to be a part of and want to do it. But actually doing it is the challenge. And and, and, and it's always going to be the doing of the thing that is going to separate the 1% from the 99%. And 
it doesn't always come as easy as you want it to. No, and you know, so I started some of the, I was trying to do, and, and, I, and I stole the idea initially from, from Ryan Hanley when he did his 100 questions in 100 days thing years ago when he worked yeah. for his family agency. And, and I'm like, you know, I want to I get video involved. I want to start doing this. What way can I do it? And okay, let me steal this idea. And of course, I stole it for a couple of weeks. And my goal was to do at least like one or two a week, not even 100 in 100 days. And it lasted like for, I don't know, six. five, six days. So then it got to the point where a couple other things changed. And after the, the IAOA conference in January I went to, I came back. I got a green screen now in the office. And, and we got some things in our onboarding process with our new clients and, and some renewal procedures that we do, some videos. We've created a few there uh, that we've used. I mean, it seems to be helpful. I haven't dabbled as much as I want to. I mean, I have a list of about 20 different videos I want to use my green screen for. I just haven't taped them and then edited them because really the editing takes me forever because I'm not that good and creative. And it, it's to the point where I had to, okay, let's try and do this as best as I can and, and work, where can we go? So, I mean, we got the whole setup upstairs. It's to the point where it's like one of these days, I'm going to bring like five or six different shirts and, and tape them all at, at once and just make it look like I did it at different times. I mean, first... Mike, there's nothing wrong with just wearing the same shirt in every video. I mean, just just do it, right? I mean, be a real-life cartoon character. That is a personal goal of mine. Anybody that has watched any of my videos might know. Uh, anyways, just it's okay. It's okay. But I like the different shirts, man. Hey, whatever floats. Uh, so first, let's start here, right? Uh, let's start with this has a happy ending. So keep this in mind because it might get a little rocky, a little bumpy, and you're like, ooh, Joey, I can't believe you said that. Uh, so this has a happy ending, right? So Mike's riding high in his video proposals, right? He's rocking and rolling. He's having people say, Mike, you're so awesome. Can I talk to you about your video proposals? As I'm talking to Mike, now this conversation happened a while back. Uh, so much so it was, I believe, in May of this year that I had talked to Mike. And uh, as I'm talking to Mike and I'm thinking, all right, Mike, you're doing good with video proposals. You're making business come in faster. What else are we doing to make the business come in faster? I, I jump over to his YouTube channel really quickly to see what's happening and... I asked Mike the question, so Mike, has anybody watched one of your videos that you've never really had a relationship with and have they reached out and contacted you? What you just heard was his response to that question. And much like kind of Mike kind of sees firsthand of people having a hard time doing the video proposals, Mike was struggling to gain consistency in creating the videos himself on the front end, right? And um, on the video proposal episode that I did, uh, one of the big kind of takeaways on my opinion on video proposals, not gonna get into that now, but is let's do more front end video, right? Like I love that for some reason people feel safer doing the video proposals, maybe one, because it is behind closed doors, it's on the back end, it's not open for the world. Uh, I, I get that. And if that's where it takes to start, much like maybe where Mike has started and we're going to get to the happy ending, maybe that's going to work. Maybe that's the path, uh, the path of least resistance. Maybe it's, it's easing you into video into putting it out there for the world. So Mike's struggling. You know, he says he wanted to do Ryan's 100 questions in 100 days, not even on that scale, maybe a couple of week. He made it for, you know, a handful of days and hasn't yet really gained traction at the time that I had spoken to him. It's tough, right? And first off, you know, Mike says, hey, I've got about, and this is kind of where his head was at after that kind of start and stop attempt on the video is, hey, well, I've got about 20 video ideas that I really want to do. I want to get my five or six shirts in here before they happen. And I want to, I want to do it. 
And, and regardless of the amount of shirts that you have on, regardless of what you think you need, let's, let's make this statement here first, right? I don't think we need to number the number of videos that you think that you need to do. Like that's, I guess the point, and one of the drums that I've been beating for a little bit here is 20 videos is still, you're still on the practice screen, right? You're still waiting to go tee off. It's just, it, it's not a significant amount of content. You haven't done it enough to where it's going to matter. Now, obviously, if you've been paying attention to some of the things, uh, you know, that the internet provides you, especially here on Agency Nation and other places, you might know that, you know, there's some shortcuts that maybe by video 10 or 15, you might be rocking and rolling, or maybe even by video five or six, if you're really paying attention, you can be hitting a few of those balls out of the park, those home runs, those content home runs that, that are actually getting you the business. But just know that 20 is not a significant number. You're still practicing at 20. You're still practicing at 25, at 30, maybe 50, you're starting to get a little serious. And I'd say by video 100, you're really rocking and rolling, right? Like that's when you've, I'm just, I'm just kind of, again, setting the expectation, the 1%, right? And you know, Ryan's 100 questions in 100 days. Well, I guess what? He did 100 videos. I'm saying at 100 videos, you are you pretty much have a good idea on how to make this thing work. And good, bad, and different, is there a way to shortcut that? Can you make it video 50 be your thing? Sure, can it be 25? Okay, challenge, prove me wrong, show me, hey, you know, send me your 15th video and say, Joey, hey, look, here's a thousand views and I'm never listening to your podcast again. I'd be like, thank you, sir. And I feel like my, my work is done here, right? That is what we're dealing with. And this is all, again, centered around the idea of how do we make business come faster? The happy ending, as we will get to. Mike has been enduring. He has been persevering to the point where um, I think he's doing, it's called his Tip Tuesday now. And the video, and I think I had it in that clip where Mike was saying, you know, it was taking him a while to edit. Yeah, uh, he just, he doesn't feel like he's that creative. Uh, Mike's Tip Tuesdays, they are definitely something to go check out. I, I don't know. I might link this somewhere, but uh, just go to Crowley Insurance. Just search Crowley Insurance, YouTube, you know, Crowley Insurance, whatever, Mike Crowley, and you will find them somewhere, I'm sure. And it's looking good. He's, he's, he's rolling with the green screen. I have my opinions on green screens, but whatever. Um, the video is looking good. Editing is pretty solid. I mean, he's come a long way. And just again, now I said, even though May's a long time to, from where he was to where he is, it's happening. It's happening regularly. He is actually fulfilling. He is, he was at one point in the 99% on creating the front end videos. Now he is in the 1%. And he is pushing the limits on what he is capable of for himself and his agency. And that's the happy ending, right? That's what you have to sound like at the beginning. And then you need to know where Mike is now. And that's so important to see, right? The, the before and the after. And that's the, the cool part about um, recording these conversations um, that we do allow for time uh, to actually just zip right fast forward. You get to hear where they were six or seven months ago. And you can immediately go and see where they are right now. Uh, so very cool, kind of cool. I didn't plan it that way. It's just kind of how it works out. You get backed up, man. You just got too much good stuff to get to. But really, I mean, if we really want to just make that business fly through the doors, there's one thing that makes it so much easier. 
So we have always been a heavy personal lines agency. We only do PNC. We actually don't even do life. Part of the reason is years ago when we did, they made some changes. This was back when it was just my father and my uncle. And, and they said, you know, let's take this away and let's create some, some relationships with financial advisors that, that, that do life insurance and build a relationship off of that. So we have a handful of those that send us a lot of business because we're probably one of the few independent agents that don't offer life. So we're probably 65, 35 personal to commercial split. Our commercial has been all over the board. Uh, my goal for 2017 is to actually develop a couple niches and focus on them. I could say we have some niches based on stuff we write, but actually marketing and developing them the way that I would want to, the way that other successful niche people are is going to take a little bit more time and, and probably might even take to the time where I need my the new staff, the, the extra body or two that we're looking to hire. Until we get to that, I might even hold off. I might build them and then hold off and, until really doing them. Can I just say something real quick? I don't know, as a health and life guy, why did life insurance become a thing that PNC people do? Like even PNC companies feel like they should sell it. I never, I never understood that. Like that's not your, it's not part of, like you have a life and health license and like a P, property and casualty license. Never, never understood why you guys thought that life was or should be part of your. So well done, Mike. Good job. You, don't, you guys don't want to do life. Good for you. I don't think there's really any, I don't think, I never understood it, right? Personal lines. Anyways, whatever. I just, I feel like that's a thing that should, I don't know why. Anyways, another thing. And again, Mike, a lot of good stuff in there, but I got to start at the end. And please don't, please don't wait to do the niches. Don't, don't build it and, and, and kind of release it until you hire the staff. You're never going to have, you're never going to have the justification to hire that staff unless you have the business that you can't handle. Right. I don't think force your hand, have too much business, right? Having too much business is a good problem, right? Make, you know, then get the people to handle the business, right? Don't, don't wait to get the business until you have the people because I think that's a chicken and an egg situation where the egg is definitely never going to hatch. Uh, so please, I don't think that, again, just my personal take. I, 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 would, I would much rather you dominate a niche and be like, man, what am I, we need, we need people in here like now and you know, just be pulling in bodies off the street to like field phone calls, right? And just kind of like, a, like an ER situation, right? I would much rather have that than, um, you know, kind of, okay, we're going to hire this person, this person, everyone's just kind of sitting, waiting and anticipating for you to hit launch on the niche initiative and then, and then kind of wait, have it already rock and roll. Okay. I'm sorry. Need to get that out. Uh, what the main part of the whole reason we're talking about this is obviously the niche, right? That's what's going to make business come in faster. Now, Mike says he's got, that's just obviously again, dating the clip. Uh, one of his goals for 2017 was to identify some niches. Again, terrible at following up. I can't, I cannot say that I have checked Mike's YouTube channel in the last couple of weeks or months. Um, I can only, you know, discuss the, the tip Tuesdays that I've seen. I can't recall them being niche focused. So maybe this has happened. Maybe it has not. Mike, feel free to um, publicly correct me and or uh, berate me for such inaccuracies. Um, that is justifiable. Um, but picking that niche, and, and again, this is where back to the numbering of the videos, the things that we feel like we kind of need to do to, 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 to kind of lead importance to the thing is, I don't know that you need more than one to start. Like, please don't like not, it's not two, it's not three. It's definitely not four. Uh, it's one, maybe two, 
one, maybe two niches uh, that I would focus on. Now, we're going to get into this a little bit in more detail with Mike, some of the niches that he is considering and focusing on. I think in the next episode, if, if it works out the way that I think it was going to, was going to try and include it in that last clip, but I felt it was going to be too much and we didn't want that. So what we did want to focus on, what we want to focus on is the fact that the niche itself and the identification of it is so vital in in increasing the speed in which the business finds its way to you, right? Because that's going to immediately identify, it's gonna help you identify each other, right? What is the best contractor's insurance in New York? Google that right now, you'll find my buddy Rob McCarthy. Hands down, it's the easiest way to know that he's a contractor's guy, you're a contractor, you're looking for insurance, Rob's the guy that you're gonna call, right? Sorry, Mike, if that's the niche that you want in New York, you guys are both in New York, you're gonna have to fight for it. Rob's already got the leg up on you, but it'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, but the idea is, is that if you identify that, that group of people that you want to do business with, that's in conjunction with everything that we've talked about, the things that you're doing differently, and with the video proposals, with the video itself, on the front end, attracting them to the front door, it's going to increase your chances to make that 20th video the one that really is hitting the home run, that is making the impact, that is making the difference in increasing the overall speed in which people are finding you. And it's in delaying that. It's in, again, I think picking niches too, this this is probably strong. This is probably not very, this, is, this has no statistical bearing. I'm making this up. But again, I feel like the people that say they're going to define niches and actually do define the niches is very similar to the 1% that we were discussing earlier, right? It's just people say that they want to do it. It's, it sounds like a good idea, but when you're sitting there staring down the barrel of your niche gun, you're like, oh man, I, don't, I can't pull this trigger, man. This is going to be painful. This is going to hurt because I'm going to miss out on so much other business, right? It's just everything else that you think that you're not getting currently that you already are not getting is just going to somehow bypass you and that you're just going to watch so much money and business just avoid you entirely because you've stood up and planted your flag for this thing. And I just, I, I don't, I, I haven't seen it. I mean, again, in a 20, in a rapidly approaching 2018 world, I haven't seen it work any other way, especially on the internet, because it's going to just not only increase the speed in which they find you, it's going to increase the speed in which you can find them because that's going to shortcut you in Google's opinion. If you're only talking about one thing consistently over and over again, it's going to be painfully obvious who that person is that Google's going to recommend. And that's all simply a Google search is, right? That's when the point of need, the utility of the thing that you are trying to provide, they're looking for a problem, you've got a solution, it's your job to make sure that you stay focused on that long enough to make an impact, to be able to do it consistently over and over again so somebody can find you faster is one of the only things that you have to do in order to increase the speed of business coming to you. I need to, need to do a little housekeeping here. Just need some feedback, need an opinion. Just gonna, just really gotta get this out of the way. Uh, so, been going on a couple weeks now. You've been getting a whole bunch of different types of, of podcasts in the Agency Nation feed. Now, if you don't, if you don't respond, you can joey at agencynation.com. Uh, I guess you're partially, partially responsible for what might happen. 
So just know that that you have uh, have an opportunity to shape the agency nation podcast world. Um, this is your chance. Question: If if you are like, hey Joey, I don't know what your show is. I don't know what this is. I'm not even sure how I made it to the end of this episode. I don't particularly care for it. If that's if that's kind of your feeling and your opinion right now, the question to you is: Is would you like some separate feeds for these uh, different audio experiences that you are having, or do you like kind of getting everything in one kind of main feed? Do you like Ryan's show, Agency Nation Radio, the flagship sort of deal, the interview style show? Do you want that in its own feed? That would only be kind of a once a week ordeal. Uh, again, my show is twice a week, and then we kind of toss in some hodgepodge uh, you know, episodes here, two or three times a week. That's that's. There would be a master feed of some sort in, in this scenario regardless, right? So if you guys like it all in one feed, um, that would be an option no matter what. I guess the only choice is would you like some of this stuff broken down into separate feeds if you'd like to subscribe to maybe one, only, uh, only a handful of them at a time. Maybe you don't like one thing over the other and you just need a little simplicity in your podcast life. I can understand that. I'll be slightly offended though because that means you don't like something that we're doing which is fine but i do like um i do like feeds with their own little cover art and things like that just because that's just me anyways joey at agency nation radio your chance to let me know do you want separate podcast feeds for some of these shows do you want your own insurance in your words feed do you want your own kind of uh, the sound of agency nation radio kind of where it's our off the cuff casual conversation type stuff do you want your just your original agency nation radio feedback where i just want my ryan hanley and that's all i want enjoy i don't even know why you're here still fine i get that uh just let me know right i think it's important it's stressing me out a little bit because we've been going on a little bit and i'm not sure how you're feeling about it so just give it give it to me straight i can handle it i'm, I'm good uh joey at agency nation radio let's kind of get this settled we'll get it worked out we'll get it uh, fixed up the way that you guys want and then we'll move on joey at agency nation radio.